0: Hello and welcome back to the Holmes Politicast Friday edition. Uh, We got a lot to cover. Uh, Doing only one show a week, I I find I I have a lot more things to talk about uh, during each show. Uh, Of course, we all know the news cycle's crazy, but... uh, So, what's in the news this week? Well, uh, mask mandate. We're going to be talking about that uh, quite a bit. Uh, I actually... Uh, Decided to listen to another one of Governor Whitmer's just god-awful addresses. Uh, We'll be discussing that. I actually have a lot of things that I want to show you guys from there. Uh, And in other news, Michigan is uh, revising up its uh, death count yet again. Um, Surprise. Everybody's shocked, right? And finally, a teenage girl is sent to juvie for not doing her homework. And that's the whole story, according to the Free Press. Luckily, I don't just listen to one news source, so I, being the faithful podcaster that I am, went over to Fox News to get the real story, uh, all that and more. Uh, oh, oh, I got to mention this in our opening. Our governor, oh, she's so cute. She got a little puppy. Oh, we'll be talking about that puff piece, all that and more. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the HomeSpliticast. All right, a lot to get to today. First, I want to start off by talking about the protest yesterday down at Pronto Pups. Uh, So, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, the owner of Pronto Pups accidentally sent out a message on his Facebook. It was on the Pronto Pups Facebook. He meant to post it to his personal page. So, a bunch of crybaby left-wing activists got all mad, and uh, they decided they were going to hold a boycott or a protest or Something I don't know. I, I, what I gathered from them is they want him shut down. Uh, so I was out there supporting him because I read the I read the post. There's nothing racist in there. Uh, the most questionable thing he said was, "And why is George Soros still alive? Give me his address." And let's be honest, we've all thought that. Every single person on the right has thought that at one point in time or another. Uh, so to say, "Oh, this is so disgusting and hideous and racist," well, no. No, it's not. It's just somebody saying something that maybe they shouldn't. The part that the uh, the terrorists down there were most angry about, though, was he, he did say he was going to go and paint White Lives Matter on the street, which is horribly racist, I guess. If you say that a particular race's lives matter, that is super racist. I mean, disregard that it was Black Lives Matter down there. You know, just, it, just ignore that part. Ignore that little little detail, and uh, that was super racist of uh, Mr. Gosh, I forget his last name, Carl. That was super racist of you, Carl. That's awful. Um, I can't believe you would say something like that. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, I promoted the show a lot down there. I uh, met a lot of cool people. Actually, one guy, Brian. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I may slaughter your last name. Uh, Baprist, Bepristus, Bapristus. Okay, Brian Bepristus, I met him down there. He is uh, the the mastermind behind the My Governor's an Idiot signs, uh, yard signs. So uh, they're $15 each. Go over. Uh, support Brian Biprist, uh, Bipristis. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to keep slaughtering that name <laughs> as long as I'm not looking at it. Uh, so go support Brian. Uh, buy a My Governor's an Idiot yard sign. Um, I'll be posting the link to his website on... Our Facebook page. Um, so that will be available. Um, so go support a guy that also thinks our governor is an idiot, as I'm sure most of my listeners do. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. I also made the news. I made WZZM 13 uh, 11 o'clock news. So that was fun. Uh, got to, they actually allowed me to call BLM a uh, Marxist organization on statewide TV. So that was really good. So, I know everybody's wondering, did the boycott work? Is Pronto Pups going away? Well, uh, no, it didn't. Uh, The line was ridiculously long yesterday. Uh, Maybe because of the protest. Maybe it keeps going. I don't know. It looked looked actually to be about an average line. Um, I've seen longer. So I'm pretty sure the boycott did not go as well as the terrorists thought it would. So that's really good. Um, Okay, so we're going to have to move on from that. Uh, I just wanted to give a brief update on that. But what we're moving on to, I I forgot to mention it in the opening, uh, so I want to get it done in the show as early as possible uh, so I don't forget it. So there is a bipartisan bill, uh, Senate Bill 980, was introduced, no, sorry, Senate Bill 979 was introduced by Senator Curtis Hertel, uh, of course a Democrat in the 23rd District, on June 23rd. It has bipartisan support, all right? The the legislation would force parents to submit certificates of immunization uh, to the school authorities when entering 12th grade. So why just the 12th grade? Why not them all? Why, why not from kindergarten on? Uh, so that's that's weird to me. Um, but what is really strange is this, the Senate Bill 980 that I just mentioned, uh, mistakenly, um, introduced on the same day, same lawmaker, uh, it would codify into law that grade twelve students would be subject to these new mandate or these new vaccine, excuse me, these new vaccine mandates. Um, so, the pro freedom group Michigan for Vaccine Choice uh, is raising the alarm about these bills. They say these bills would add all the CDC recommended vaccines, HPV, HEPA, influenza, COVID. COVID, COVID to vaccines mandated for children in Michigan. So they're trying to mandate vaccines, and I'm not anti-vax. Um, I think we should be, probably be careful, be wise with what we're putting in our bodies. Um, maybe some scientifically generated uh, virus that is supposed to give us immunization. Uh, maybe, maybe something like that shouldn't be rushed through. Maybe something that's going to be coursing through our bloodstream for, you know, God knows how long, uh, is probably not the best, okay? Now, I'm no vaccine expert, all right? But I can tell you, you come up with a vaccine in less than a year, I'm not putting it in my body. I'm not putting it in my child's body. That's stupid. And yet these lawmakers, your lawmakers, Michigan, your lawmakers want to make these van- mac- ugh, vaccines mandatory. The flu vaccine. Why is the flu vaccine mandatory? I mean, people, I, I, have, I went all the way through school. I maybe got the flu shot once or twice. Um, it's stupid. Is it a good idea? Maybe. There's an argument there. Uh, should Mommy State tell me that I have to get one? Hell no. That's where I draw the line. When the, governor, or when the government is forcing me to do something, that is where I draw the line. I will not do it. Uh, you can take your public school and you can cram it right up your backside. Speaking of public school, uh, are they even going to be open? We don't know. Uh, so these now this this is a weird position for me. Um, I'm going to be uh, defending actually public schools from the people that want to keep them instituted. I don't even want them instituted. I want them torn down. I want us never to go back but the idea that our children can't go back to school is patently absurd um, there's there's just no evidence that this is any worse than the flu especially for children and young you know young teachers so any lawmaker that is proposing keeping schools closed because of covid but has never advocated for closing schools during flu season is a hypocrite i'm just going to throw that out there And we've been through all the numbers. Um, I've showed you that in children it's something like 0.02% fatality rate. And yeah, that's awful. But the flu has a higher fatality rate for children. So again, patently absurd. Now the Detroit News comes in with this uh, article. Uh, Experts see paths to safe reopening in Michigan, but uncertainty lingers. Um, So Steve Patchen, superintendent of... Hancock Public School District in Upper Peninsula, um, he was he was talking, asked if he felt pressured. He said, yes, the pressure comes with a word, it's called ambiguity, referencing unanswered questions about funding and what reopening will look like. Okay, so the Detroit News goes on, uh, masks, increased ventilation, social distancing measures, and testing protocols are all needed to limit the chance of an outbreak inside schools, public health experts say. Ugh. Oh, why, why do public health experts have to be total morons? Um, why do they always find the stupidest health experts that know the least? And they just, they quote them as, as if they're, they're God. I mean, they don't, they don't mention them. They don't say which ones. They just quote them as if they are, uh, their own personal Jesus, their own personal Jesus Christ. And it's, it's quite ridiculous. Uh, they do actually have one here. Dr. Ashish Jha, director of Harvard Global Health Institute, said he's not sure states, including Michigan, can afford to allow continue allowing indoor dining at restaurants if they want schools to reopen. Yet Jha, who has school-age children, says there's clear harm in students missing in-person instruction and that it's rare for a child to become very sick from COVID-19. Okay, when he says rare, he means less than a percent, right? That is, it is a minuscule amount. It's like two out of a thousand become very sick. No, no, it's it's less than that. You know, I'm not going to do the math. You do the math. I gave you the numbers. Um, you can look them up. Uh, they're they're tiny. So, Ja goes on to say, I don't think there's a huge risk to them if they go and end up getting infected. Well, no, we know that there's not. So, thanks for, uh, thanks for that, Captain Obvious. All right. So let's just go through some thinking here. Um, what the heck are we doing? What is the goal here? Well, I guess the goal, uh, according to Gretchen Whitmer, as we'll get into in a little bit, uh, is just masks. Masks, masks everywhere you see masks. Ma- masks, masks everywhere there's masks. All right. So that's... that's the biggest goal for her. Now, of course, she doesn't cite any science that says, you know, kids are spreading the disease, kids are susceptible to the disease. She doesn't say how many children, you know, in in the school-age bracket have even gotten the disease, uh, which, again, minuscule number, tiny little number. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. So uh, Robert Redfield, he said that, Officials don't have evidence that children are driving infections, but aren't ruling out the possibility that children can spread the virus to adults. Wow. How ambiguous can you get? Uh, obviously, he's a political hack. He's playing, he's playing the political games. Um, he's not going to give us a straight answer. So, I digress. I can rant about how dumb it is to close schools all day. Uh, it wouldn't matter. Uh, I'm for closing them. You know, let, Let's keep them closed. They're useless anyway. Uh, Maybe parents will get reacquainted with their children. Uh, Maybe they'll figure out, you know, what they know, what they don't know. Uh, Maybe they'll do some teaching. You know, that would be good. That would be actually good for our society to have parents that are involved and engaged in their children's education. All right, that's that's a drumbeat I've been beating for years. So, uh, despite the stupidity, yay, school is closing. Okay, moving on. So, I want to get to this one because uh, it's indicative of you know, it's, it's indicative of a broader narrative uh, that I push quite frequently on my show that uh, the media is actually not here to tell you the whole truth. The media is here to spin a narrative. Now, uh, I, I mentioned in the opening, um, this girl is going to juvie for, quote, not doing her homework. All right, so the Detroit Free Press reports, over 200 cars gathered Thursday in the parking lot of Oakland County Circuit Court to protest the incarceration of a 15-year-old girl who a judge sent to juvenile detention for violating probation by not doing her online homework during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, the article goes on a couple paragraphs later. This The teen was sent to a juvenile detention center after a judge ruled she violated her probation by not keeping up with schoolwork after her school switched to online remote learning during the pandemic. She has ADHD, incarcerated in May. She is also black, a black student, in a predominantly white suburb that sees disproportionately more black children punished than their white counterparts. So the piece ends. The judge in the case, Mary Ellen Brennan, has not returned a for comment. She has previously declined to comment to ProPublica. Sorry, I, I did say that uh, it concluded. It, it doesn't. It goes on and on about the caravan, Uh, they talked to all the people at the protest, Um, they're all very outraged, this is obviously a racist incident. Uh, One of the residents there's quoted um, saying, this intersects implicit bias because this would not be happening to a white Birmingham girl who had a little bit of a spat with her mom. That's what teenage girls do. She said, and it intersects both racial disparities and it intersects how we don't have services for ADHD kids. My own daughter has ADHD and I know how that is. All right. So uh, one of the, one of the people in the article mentions the other part of it, right? But the Detroit Free Press doesn't bother to uh, mention it at all. And it's not mentioned at all. It's just gone. It's not there. It doesn't exist. Because that would because see here I'm about to destroy the narrative that this is some racist bigoted thing now first I want to tell you about my lived experience okay because I've been uh, I've been reliably informed by the left that my lived experience is truth so I'm about to speak my truth to you so we had a black kid in uh, Oak Ridge uh, this stupid jackass stole a necklace from me. That was like $140. It was pure silver. My grandfather gave it to me. um, And he stole it right out of my locker during gym class. All right. Uh, He was later expelled. Okay. So don't give me this garbage that black kids in white communities are just being set upon. All right. I don't remember what he was expelled for. Uh, He did something immensely stupid uh, and he was expelled, but you know he he got my necklace first, which I, I don't care. That was that was 20 years ago. Whatever. No, that wasn't 20 years ago. That was uh, 14 years ago. I'm not that old. <laughs> All right. So that's my lived experience. Okay. Uh, black students in white communities, you know, they they don't just get arrested for nothing. They don't just get expelled for nothing. Okay. They're usually doing something. And to say it's systemic racism uh, is stupid. So that's my lived experience. Now I'll tell you the truth, what actually happened with this young girl. Oh, before we do that, uh, the Detroit News had an article on it as well. Uh, They also failed to mention the vital point. Um, So here we go. Here is the actual story uh, from, of course, Fox 2 News. Uh, Judge's husband says, Homework not only reason, teen was sent to detention center in Oakland County. Wow. Wow. An honest headline. Really, we got to go to Fox News for honest headlines. So here's the whole story. Uh, Ed Lennon is the husband of the judge. He says, the public is being misled. Uh, Misled as to a 15-year-old who was sentenced to Children's Village by Judge Mary Ellen Brennan. Uh, So for one, she's not in jail. Like all those protesters are screaming about. They're all screaming, she shouldn't be in a cage. She should be getting help. Well, but do you know what Children's Village is? Do, do you know? Do, do you? It's, it's a place to help troubled teens. Oh, my gosh. So the, the whole story from the Detroit Free Press is all bullcrap, all right, from, from the beginning to the end. It's all propaganda. So, uh, awesome. So we, we go to Fox News, and we, we get the real story. Uh, that's why I go to them. That's why I, you know, trust them. So, we continue. Uh, Lemon says that in any juvenile case, there are facts and documents that are not made public. That's true. If people want to criticize her not knowing all the facts, I guess they have a right to do that. Yes, you do have a right to be a complete and total jackass and make a fool of yourself. But manipulating and lying to the public, uh, as the free press is doing, is, is not okay. That is not a a situation that is going to foster free speech that is not a situation that is going to foster thought uh free thought uh rational thought and uh truth it's not going to foster truth you you can't lie as a major michigan newspaper and foster truth so shameless plug uh keep supporting me keep sharing my show um because i'm going to expose these hypocrites and uh i need cash to do it cuz uh all my time ain't free people all right, well, actually it is right now, but um, I digress. So, we continue. Um, she so, But even, public, even what is in public record, Lennon said, has been misinterpreted. She committed multiple assaults on her mother, mother, and one of the choices my wife had to make is, was she going to send her back to a home while there was a stay-at-home order in place so that those two people could be in the same house, and her mother may potentially be subjected to more assaults by her daughter. Now, uh, they they said nothing about the father in this article, so uh, I would assume that she is a single mother. um, Because, I mean, what kind of father would let their child just beat the crap out of her mother? Uh, And by 15, you are bodily an adult. You may not be mentally an adult, but by 15, I was pretty big. I probably could have kicked at least a few adults butts i know i could have beaten the crap out of my mom well maybe not she's a tough lady uh but i i think i i i mean if it came down to it when i was 15 you know it was it was you know she she wasn't my mom i I would have to put that in there so if she wasn't my mom um and we just went ham on each other knock each other out you know fist cuffs, do all that fun stuff i think i would win okay Now, because she is my mom, uh, she put up with a lot of crap that she wouldn't have put up with from anybody else. So of course, this mom is not going to fight back and, uh, beat the crap out of her daughter. Um, maybe she should, maybe she should have started beating her daughter a lot earlier. I think having a father in the home probably would have been beneficial for her, but, uh, this 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 stupid narrative that black people are just so oppressed in this country. No, it's bullcrap. It is not true, and we all know it. Black people are 70% fatherless rate. Right? They have children like this, and then outlets like the Detroit Free Press are giving them a pass. They, it's a soft. It's it's all right. It's what Ben Shapiro calls the soft bigotry of low expectations, right? We don't think that this girl has the capability to act any better because she is black, right? That is, that is their argument. That's the left argument, not mine. My argument is that she should be held accountable for what she does. Uh, she, yes, still a child, but absolutely belongs in Children's Village, belongs in a place that is not behind bars, as these protesters are whining about, but she belongs somewhere where she can get help. Okay. And that's obviously not at home right? Because she's not doing her homework She's whooping on her mom Who, that, who, who knows who else she's whooping on I don't know Because I'm not going to go digging around For a 15 year old's uh, police record Criminal record But she was already on probation uh, I would assume for smacking her mom around But it, it, I, I, I'm not going to rule out That there are other crimes here So um, I'm, I'm not trying to castigate this girl either She's 15. Uh, I'm, I'm castigating uh, the Detroit Free Press and the Detroit News for their garbage coverage of this uh, situation. All right, so there we go. Um, we're going to move on from that because I feel like I've made my point. Yes, I think I did. Okay, so y- you know what? Uh, before, before I tear Gretchen Whitmer a new one, Uh, Let's get into this, this, ah, just, this cute little puppy. Ah, cute little puppy. So, um, this is very important news, by the way. Uh, The Detroit Free Press, again, you know, bringing us the most excellent in political coverage. Bringing us all of the answers from Gretchen Whitmer. Like, who's a good boy? All right. So, Chanel Stitt. Uh, You know, I'm changing that. Uh, Chanel Twit for the Detroit Free Press uh, writes about Governor Gretchen Whitmer's family dog, Kevin. He's been a very popular Michigan first dog, but now he has to share his fame with another dog in town. Dun, dun, dun. I'm not going to read this whole article. This is stupid. Why is this in the Detroit Free Press? Why? Well, they're obviously comfortable with manipulating stories to uh, get what they want politically, right? They, they don't care about the truth as long as they can say that a black person is being oppressed in a mostly white school district. Now we've got a governor that is extremely unpopular with the public right now. Uh, I know, I talk to the public. Uh, I've been to a lot of places, a lot of rallies, a lot of, I've talked to a lot of people. There are a lot of people that aren't happy with what our governor's doing. So how do you get a governor to be more liked when they are shutting down the state, refusing to send children back to school, refusing to allow businesses to open, mandating that everybody must wear a mask while you write a puff piece about her. And then everybody can, oh, look, at cute little dog. Yeah, don't look at all this tyranny over here. Look at her cute little puppy. I'm pretty sure Hitler was a dog owner. Um, so he must've been just an awesome person too, right? Uh, that's, that's actually, I, I can't verify that at all, but, uh, I'm going with it. So yes, uh, Heil Wittmer has a new dog. Um, everybody's happy, you know, no more political unrest. Uh, I digress. Moving on now, uh, over in Detroit, um, they're, they're just having a great time. So summer school has actually uh, been going on. Um, I, don't, I don't remember if I talked about this last show. I think I did. But uh, just to give you a refresher, um, Detroit's, Detroit's school system is allowing for uh, voluntary summer school. Okay, So a bunch of jackass uh, parent. I, I don't even know if they're parents. They're just a bunch of jackasses. They go and stand in front of the buses so that these children that want to go to school – are not allowed to. These parents that want to send their children to school to learn are not allowed to, right? So, uh, thank goodness, uh, somebody got a brain, and they started arresting them for uh, blocking the schoolyard, or for blocking the bus yard. Uh, a total of 11 out of the 20 protesters were arrested in front of ABC Student Transportation, all this following an attempt to block driver from busing ch- All this following an attempt to block it should have the driver that threw me off sorry all this to all this following an attempt to block the driver from busing children to school in the midst of a pandemic in the midst of the pandemic it's it's the pandemic um, there are teachers I'm a substitute teacher there are students here there are parents here said Kate Stendig Stendig was taken into custody she oh wait 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 whoa 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 back up there are teachers I'm a substitute teacher. This woman is a substitute teacher, and she's blocking children that want to go to school because she thinks that there's a there's a there's a huge risk to them. Uh, 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 all right, so I have an article coming out uh, very soon. Uh, I'm I'm trimming it down. I I have gotten some article writing uh, expertise from the Bald Wonder Clavin, um, so I'm trimming it down. The article will be out uh, hopefully with the newsletter today or tomorrow. Uh, not sure. Uh, check back with me tomorrow. (laughs) So, uh, that will be coming out, and I detail in the article how we get crazy radical children in our colleges that are then becoming crazy radical adults that are making crazy radical policies like defunding the police. How do we get this idiocy? Right? So, here's how we get this idiocy a teacher a substitute teacher in the Detroit public school system is blocking a school bus from being able to bus children because she disagrees with what they're doing. this is not America, people. You you do not get to just force others to do your will. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. So I'm glad she was arrested. Uh, I hope she rots in jail for a long time. Um, So, perfect. Oh, oh, and... And here's she said children are victims of racial injustice. What the hell does that mean? What the hell does that mean? They're victims of racial injustice? For what? For their parents wanting them to get an education? Alright, lady. You're you're an idiot. Um Good night. One woman will possibly face an additional charge of an assault on an officer after a scuffle. So that's pretty standard for the uh, BLM woke leftist Marxist protesters getting into fight with cop uh, because they think they have rights to block block buses. So see, they see these people. They think they have the right to do whatever they want. All right, as long as they're not destroying anything, they think they have the right to block buses. They think they have the right to block traffic. They think they have the right to paint all over the street, and they think that if any cop touches them while they're vandalizing, um, while they're disrupting the peace they think that if any cop touches them that they have the right to fight back and run again that's not how america works you do not have the freedom to do all these things uh and and you should have been arrested earlier actually Uh, i'm getting really tired of well I, i know the cops can't do anything because you know the entire public is against them well not the entire public uh a small minority mob and a bunch of woke liberals that are being misled by pieces like the Detroit Free Press that we talked about earlier. Those are who want to defund the police. Those are who are putting pressure on the police. And I'm convinced it's a minority. All right? If, if all the rational people in America would stand up and say, we are done with your leftist Marxist bullcrap, I think we would have a lot better outcome in terms of policing, um, in terms of the riots, in terms of looting, I mean, all it takes is for the majority of the people to stand up and say, knock it off. So uh, that's great. I'm glad that these protesters were arrested. Uh, hopefully they get arrested every time they are engaging in Marxist disruptions of society. All right, I'm going to need to move on and I'm going to have to start moving a little faster here because uh, I want to respect your time. Um, I want to keep the show under an hour uh and I still got a ton to get to. you. Okay. So uh masks are now mandated in Michigan. Um whereas in Georgia they are actually uh barring local authorities from uh issue or er, from mandating masks. So uh our governor is a tyrant. Georgia's governor um is actually allowing people to make decisions for themselves, allowing them to be free. And of course, uh everybody's attacking Georgia now because uh because, uh, gosh, what is his name? Uh, Desanta? No, he's Florida. Brian Kemp. That's it, Brian Kemp. Uh, because the Brian Kemp, the governor of Florida, did this. Uh, he said, no, 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 uh, local authorities are allowed to mandate masks. Um, now, why is Georgia under fire for this? Uh, God, who the hell knows? Um, but I, I. I I want to say that they did not close anything down uh that they had very few closures and that their their social distancing requirements were not really observed or enforced um so obviously because because the narrative is that masks are saving people right masks save lives right that's what we're told that's what gretchen whitmer's i'm gonna be i'm gonna be playing her in just a little bit saying that these masks are life-saving right while in georgia they're Not wearing masks. They have a similar population size, about a million less. So, nine-tenths of our population, half as many deaths. Half. Yes, this silence is uh, intentional. Half as many deaths. They're not mandating masks. They're not shutting down their entire economy. They're not threatening to shut businesses back down. They see their cases rising. Everybody sees cases rising right now. Uh, everybody knew that when we reopened, cases were going to start rising. That's not a surprise to anybody, except for our governor, I guess. But, um, you know, whatever. Uh, all of my listeners are probably over this bullcrap. I'm over this bullcrap. Um, and, you know, what? I'm sick of the media uh, praising people like Governor Cuomo of New York with something like half the nation's deaths in one state. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's done a great job. Good yeah, yeah, let's 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 praise him. Oh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, she's she's really cracking down on her population. Oh, good for her, yes. Um But oh bad bad Brian Kemp. He won't even he won't protect his citizens. He won't make them wear face masks. Oh my gosh. Oh what a, what a horrible evil dude. He must be a Republican. Uh, he is, but um that it's it's just you know, I, I I exist to deconstruct the narrative, and here it is. Uh, George is doing better than we are, and they're not doing any of the stuff we are doing, uh, which suggests that, uh, uh, Gretchen Whitmer's science is bunk. Uh, which is, again, I will go through as I go through her speech from, uh, I don't know Wednesday. I probably misspoke, but I don't care. Um, so we're gonna be going through all that. So here's shout out to Brian Kemp for not being a total jackass and a totalitarian. Uh, we we really appreciate non-totalitarian governors uh, here here in Michigan, um, especially. So, the Detroit News, because there's no real way they can manipulate this one. Uh, Governor Gretcher, Gretchen Whitmer indicated Wednesday that she continued that the continued operation of auto manufacturing plants could be in jeopardy if Michigan is unable to curve the recent growth in COVID-19 cases. Okay, so again, it's, it's no longer about deaths. It's no longer about uh, hospitalizations. It's no longer about not overwhelming the healthcare system. It's just the numbers. It's just the amount of people that are infected. And, you know, who cares if, if we're doing a lot more testing? And, uh, you know, who cares if, if that's maybe a possibility that that could be affecting the number of cases we're finding who cares if the deaths and the hospitalizations are still on a steady decline none of that matters just the science the science matters according to governor gretchen hitmer um so uh, nobody's surprised she's threatening to shut us down again whoop-de-doo um all right so now the time that you've all been waiting for i know you guys i know you love her she's she's your big gretch you watch all of her news briefings with bated breath, waiting to see what freedoms she'll take from you next. Here she is, Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> or, 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 or. Okay. Um, so, this, uh, this interview is particularly disgusting. Uh, oh, by the way, I was right. It was on Wednesday. Uh, I was just speaking off the top of my head. I, I didn't remember the day, but... Uh, So here it is, Uh, we're about to go into Governor Gretchen Whitmer's Coronavirus Update. Now she starts off with this just uh, wonderful video of of U of M and Michigan State coming together to tell you how to live your life. It's just, it's beautiful. Here it is.
1: As rivals, we don't always see eye to eye. Like who scored the best
2: recruits? Gonna be who? And whether we wear green or blue,
1: but one thing we can all agree on to help stop the spread of COVID nineteen:
2: wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. The ball's in your court, Michigan.
0: So there it is. Your uh, your oh, uh, because you couldn't see what was going on, they were just tossing balls around. Um, yeah, there's jokes in there. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk right on by it. Uh, so, thank you so much to our great U of M and Michigan State leadership for uh, telling us that. You know, we have to agree with you. Uh, that was great. Um, oh, because yeah, we can all agree. Wear a mask. I'm sure we all agree on that. I like how at the end uh, it said the ball is in your court, Michigan. After. Gretchen Whitmer mandated masks. It seems like the ball's in her court. seems like the ball's only been in her court, which is one of my giant complaints about her. All right, now that the uh, garbage truck has gone by, I can continue. Uh, guys, uh, here's a plug for me. Uh, I need money. I need a studio. So, actually, you know, it'd, it'd be nice if uh, we could just end this stupid corona thing and I could, you know, go to the library and have a nice quiet room to sit in, but that's a bit much to hope for. So, uh, let's continue on... With uh, Gretchen Whitmer's address, so she brings up Garland Gilchrist, uh, the lieutenant governor, and uh, he talks about uh, he's lost 23 people to COVID-19, and that's sad. That is sad. Uh, that's your lived experience. It's it's horrible. Uh, but uh, I noticed this is more anecdote. This is more storytelling. So let's let's listen to Governor Gilchrist uh, talk about his uh, his lost loved ones.
1: And these are real people and I want to talk about one of the people who uh, sadly has left us uh, during this pandemic and that was um, one of my basketball coaches, uh, a man named Punch Martin who I first met as a seventh grader when I was playing basketball, uh, youth basketball in Southfield, Michigan.
0: So Lieutenant Governor Gilchrist has lost 23 people, doesn't mention the ages, doesn't mention, you know, uh, whether they were in nursing homes, doesn't say anything about them but he does does bring up this one basketball coach that he had a guy named punch martin i i can't find a dang thing about him uh one question i have for governor lieutenant governor gilchrist is uh how old was he uh where did he die again oh detroit oh completely democrat run city oh okay cool well thanks for that um your anecdote uh really changes my mind about coronavirus and it's uh it's detriment to everybody's lives, um, because, of course, uh, sad stories are meant to change my emotions, and uh, you've done it. You've done it. You've manipulated my emotions, and I am going to go on a masked crusade. No, I'm not, actually. I'm just full of crap. Uh, I just wanted to point out that ridiculous uh, bit of bit of narrative spinning by our lieutenant governor. Um, he's just as good as our, our actual governor, so uh, glad to have him on board. So she goes on for about 20 minutes, uh, you know, about masks and having people on that agree with her on masks and having a bunch of elites tell uh, us stupid rubes that uh, are not convinced that masks are necessary um, about how stupid we are and about how she's going to punish us and take stuff away if we don't wear the masks. And if our cases keep going up, she'll arbitrarily close businesses. You know, she goes on through all that. She talks about uh, small business grants um, that some unelected bureaucrats are putting together uh, the MEDC or something like that. Um, so that's all fun stuff. Uh, so now we get to some some. I mean, really highlights. Also, before I play this clip, I want to point out uh, this does this lady not have a hairbrush? I mean, she went from having her hair primed and ready every single time she went on TV. to, this, I mean, this lady's just. <laughs> it looks like she just rolled out of bed. So. Um, yeah, just just because I cannot be satisfied by either one, um, I'm going to point that out. And uh, here we go, uh, Gretchen Whitmer saying that uh, unless you mask up, you will be punished. Okay.
2: The reality is that true, lasting economic recovery is only possible through public health recovery. That means we need everyone to do their part, to continue following guidelines driven by science and mask up. This is going to be a team effort, but Michiganders know how to get things done. We have pushed a curve down before. We have led the nation. We are capable of this. It's, if everyone does their part, we will be successful.
0: So we've, we are leading the nation uh, in what exactly? She doesn't really say uh i know we're pretty high up there on the uh COVID deaths uh, i know we're pretty high up there on cases so uh maybe she's talking about that i doubt it uh because what she's really i mean the context is masks so uh, yeah she's talking about masks she says we are leading the nation because we've mandated wearing masks i guess um even though you know we detailed that georgia is not doing any of this that florida is not doing any of this um that sweden has done none of this and uh their, their deaths are plummeting um so yeah great 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 crap from our governor all right let's uh let's hit some of these uh other uh highlights i'm i'm rapidly running out of time so i've got to stop rambling so dr Jonah Caldun gets on uh around 28 minutes and she starts talking about where all the cases are coming from uh the asia distribution uh you know i'll i'll just let her uh tell you all about it
1: bars churches offices gyms long-term care facilities weddings family dinners parties people are gathering What we also know is that there are many cases where we do not know the source of the spread and this is really important this means that it is spreading in the community and that's even uh, more importantly why we should all be wearing our masks The age distribution for cases has also changed. So now the group with the highest rate of new cases is the 20 to 29 age group. And that is followed by the 30 to 39 year old age group. So this is a really important point. Young people have to understand that they are not immune to this disease. Young people can get very sick from this disease. They can be hospitalized and they can even die. Even if someone no longer needs to be in the hospital there are possible long-term health impacts from COVID-19, many of which are still unknown.
0: All right, so she's at least she's honest with us. Uh, the cases are exploding in 20 to 30 range and the 30 to 40 range. You know why? Because those people are going back to work. Da! Yeah, we all knew this was coming. We all understand the risks, Dr. Khaldun. Miss Khaldun, I don't even want to put doctor in front of her name, she's acting way more like a political hack than a doctor, but make sure you know young people, you can die. Yeah, maybe it's like 0.2% of you, 0.02% of you, but you can die. All right, so we'll give up our freedoms, We'll, we'll let you have total control over every aspect of our lives, um, because we want to be just a tiny uh, we want to be 0.02% safer yeah I'm not buying that one I don't think many of my listeners are buying that one either Um, so gosh this time is going so fast all right let's uh, move on to the next highlight
2: the troubling thing about the numbers of where we are now uh, how, how many cases today Dr. J about 900 almost 900 cases today it's the largest number we've had since may 14th right so that's the trajectory that we're currently on that's why masking up is so important right now we are trying to hold on to staying in phase four but if that trajectory continues and we have to move some regions back to phase three that means there will not be in person instruction in school.
0: so again it's all about the new cases it's not about deaths it's not about hospitalizations it's only about the cases uh it seems like this woman thinks we're going to eradicate this virus uh, Because she's an idiot. Uh, So another shameless plug for Brian. Go get a My Governor is an Idiot yard sign. Um, I'm getting one. I don't know that I'll display it in my yard. uh, Because I'm getting into the public eye. And I don't think I want to draw any more attention to my family. Um, So I will be displaying it in my back window. A lot more people see it. That's always an option. Uh, Just take it out when you leave your car. Uh, don't leave your car with that in there because some liberal uh, will come and liberate your car of your sign. So get one of those. Um, let's let's move on because I am again rapidly running out of time. So the question posed to Whitmer is: uh, People are getting stabbed and shot because of his masks. Uh, what are, what can we do about it? Blah blah blah. You know, uh, typical stupid question. Not about science or anything. Not about data. Just uh, spinning narrative. And uh, here's your governor. Answering that softball question
2: So let let me start with this, you know We're asking people to do a simple act of wearing a piece of cloth on their face, right? Uh, It shouldn't be political. It shouldn't be about rivalries It shouldn't be about anything other than doing what we need to do to keep ourselves safe Our families safe and our communities safe right I've given the economic reasons for masking up I've given the health reasons for masking up it's the simple act of wearing a piece of cloth on your face when you're in a public space or when you're outside but in a crowded space that's it
0: that's it that's all we're just asking you to give up your freedom we're demanding that you listen to all of the experts and uh and of course uh, Dr. Gretchen Heil-Wittmer and, and it's all about the science and the economy. I know, I know I'm in control of the economy. I know I'm the one shutting businesses down. I know I'm the one causing all this uprising, all this turbulence, all this political unrest. But we're just asking you to do a simple thing. Look, just capitulate to the communists a little bit and that's all they want. They don't want to take over. They don't want more power. Obviously, Gretchen Whitmer isn't trying to scrape every ounce of power she can out of this 1945 law before we repeal it. Uh, Of course that wouldn't be the case Of course not So so just just do this one little thing Just capitulate to the communists Just a little bit And of course everything will be all better So one final uh, clip Of your governor calling you murderous Uh, Here's that little gem
2: I, I cannot ever Pretend that I understand someone That would become murderous over wearing a piece of cloth on your face. But what I can say is that violence is never the solution. We can disagree on a lot of things, but we all have to recognize that this is one simple act for the greater good, for our individual good, that will make a huge difference. I can tell you right now that the people of Florida are, are in the midst of what is the worst experience with COVID-19 and that could be us in a matter of weeks we-
0: alright so it is murderous to so she's talking about uh, some store owner or store clerk asking somebody to put a mask on and they were raising hell and causing a scene and um, which I don't agree with that's, that's stupid but uh, that that's murderous now that is murderous to not want to wear a mask and I like how she says most people are, are complying with the mandate, or most people are complying with it, but also we're going to order it and fine businesses for not enforcing my mandate. So, that's great. Um, gosh, I love our totalitarian governor. All right. One final thing. Now that we've heard all of Whitmer's ridiculous nonsense, um, let's see what the... and I. I know I, I was supposed to stop paying attention to coronavirus, but my goodness, this thing is just not going to go away. The liberals will not let it go away. So I feel like I, I somehow feel like I'm playing right into their hands, uh, but also I'm arming you guys with the information needed. Um, so WXYZ again, the stage is reporting 71,842 cases of COVID-19. And 6,101 deaths. Uh, that's a, that's an increase of 645 new cases and 16 new deaths since cases were reported Wednesday. The 16 deaths include 13 that were discovered through an examination of records. Only three of the reported deaths are for are from over the last 24 hours. Ah, wonderful. So, our state is going back and they're revising COVID deaths to go up. Uh, even though the death count is going down. Um... And she says that Florida is in some kind of hellscape. So let's look at Florida. Uh, yeah, they're seeing a spike in deaths. They're seeing a spike in cases. Also, they're still doing better than Michigan with only 4,805 deaths. Um, and 372 or 327, 241 uh, cases total. Um, so... Hey, they're doing better than you are, Gratch. I don't know what your problem is there. Um, you, you, you dern yellow-bellied liar. All right. So that's wonderful. Um, now for a bit of, of breaking news here in the last uh, few minutes. Um, Gabe Leland is a Democratic politician. Um, he is being charged with uh, misconduct in office, a felony. Now he's already been charged with. Uh, with extortion with bribery so the Detroit Free Press reports a felony the felony charge uh misconduct in office uh comes a month before Leland was scheduled to go on trial in federal court on three counts of bribery for allegedly demanding 15 $15,000 from Bob Carmack to help the businessman in a dispute with the city so he's already uh that is actually extortion it's not bribery uh, bribery is when somebody comes to you and offers you money to do something um, extortion is when you say "Eh, i might help you i might not 15 grand would uh look pretty nice though it'd help your chances a lot that's extortion so uh the direct free press uh doesn't know how to uh word it's it's uh, articles i mean that's not surprising they they also don't know how to report the truth so you know whatever uh i'm here to to correct them so this this man will be going before the court for extortion um, if he demanded the $15,000. My question is, where is the outrage from uh, all the leftist mobs that say that money in politics is just the worst thing in the world and that will boycott and demand the resignation of any Republican that receives any funding from anybody anywhere? Where are those people? Where are those screaming mobs saying that he should be jailed forever, that he should never be... Uh, allowed in public office again. Where is the outcry? It's it's very quiet. Very quiet uh, is the outcry because, well, why? He's got a big old D next to his name, so I at least give the free press credit for covering this. Um, I do not give the leftist mob credit for uh, ignoring it because it's one of theirs um, because that's stupid. So, you know, with that, I'm gonna end. It's a few minutes early. I got a little bit more time i didn't think i'd make it through everything but i did i even made some breaking news so haha <laughs> win for me so guys uh remember to get your my governor is an idiot yard sign um the link will be posted on facebook uh, as soon as i post this show uh remember to support me share the show uh be listening consistently um just inform yourselves of what's going on. Oh, also, one more thing. I do have a uh, repeal the 1945 Emergency Powers Act uh, petition. If anybody has not signed that, please get in contact with me. I will get you your. I will get your signature. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm getting. I get a little bit of. Ex- My goodness. I can't do that. I get retarded in front of a microphone. This. This is why I'm trying to become uh, the executive producer, so I don't have to sit in front of a microphone and make a fool of myself. Uh, so. Remember to share the show with, with uh, others. Um, you, online is a great way to spread it. Hey, if somebody says something that sounds you know, like something I would say, uh, tell them about the show. Just private message and be like, hey, maybe, maybe add them on Facebook and say, hey, uh, I know about this show you might like. Uh, I've been doing that um, to varying degrees of results. Uh, so keep spreading the show. Uh, the more popular I get, the more funding I will be able to obtain, um, the more... Uh, people will, you know, be influenced by what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, the the ball is in your court, people. The ball is in your court, and this is actually true because the ball is in your court. I'm not just a liar like Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, I, I am actually putting the ball in your court. Uh, I, if 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 I could do so, uh, if I could do so physically, I would. Just so that you know how empowered you are. So that's the show for today. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is Tom Fry with the Home Splitcast.